You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and we've had the opportunity previously to have a chat with Karen McHugh about Safe Home Ireland and what Safe Home, well, Safe Home Ireland is about. Well, they have an event coming up on Mayo Day, and some friends of ours are participating, including Sean Keane and uh, Stephen Doherty, Coda, uh, Alwyn Murray, the Moffat School of Irish Dancing, and Pat Malloy, Rose, and Conan Kilcoyne, among others. And Karen, first of all, thanks a million for coming along. And for those who may have forgotten or who weren't, didn't hear before, a little bit about Safe Home Ireland. Okay, Safe Home Ireland. Thanks for having me on, Austin. It's always great to talk to, to Radio Canada, and I, we really do appreciate your support and trying to get the word out about who we are and what we do. And Safe Home Ireland was set up in the year 2000, initially as a pilot project in Mulrani by our founder, uh, Dr. Jerry Cowley, to support returning older Irish immigrants back to Mulrani area initially. The demand and the interest for Safe Home grew, and we became a national charity, and we now work with all ages, all issues, all circumstances, uh, four key areas to our work. Uh, access to housing for people who fit certain criteria, and that's uh, age criteria, age 57 plus, living abroad, uh, who do not have the means to, to either purchase in their own right or rent long term, um, and who can live independently. So there's a set criteria for access to housing via safe home. The information is for, as it says, information A to Z on any issue for anybody abroad who is considering returning to uh, Ireland to contact us and we can assist. Uh, The third area of our work is what we call outreach. And unfortunately, the outreach is suspended at the moment because of the COVID uh, restrictions here in Ireland. And we would generally be able to go and see people in their own homes when they come back and support in the transition returning home. So we do that at arm's length at the moment. And despite, uh, I suppose, the the current travel restrictions, there are always people who will be returning home, either through planned return to their own accommodation or through crisis. So we have that service that is uh, able to support people, and we do that via um, email, post, phone calls, etc. for now. We hope to resume our outreach in the next couple of months. Um, but that's a really, really crucial service to somebody who's come back to to help get set up um, and to reintegrate back into society here. And the fourth area, was, which is what we call connect, connection, and that will be a little bit about uh, our events that I'm going to talk about. Uh, however, it's a bit broader than that. So we... Connect with Irish abroad and uh, I suppose Irish have returned here and that is via our uh, newsletter or e-bulletin or social media channels and it's about getting news and information out and keeping the connection with home for those who are abroad who are I suppose very happy um, in their current situation and returning home to live isn't necessarily their, their choice or their decision. Uh, but they still want to keep a connection with Ireland. So that's um, a service. We, we do a monthly newsletter, and we've recently started a blog, and that is Home Thoughts from Abroad. So we had our first blog last month from um, somebody in Australia. So we will be travelling the, the world, and we will be coming to Canada, Austin. <laughs> so watch this space. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Yeah. And that's good. So, yeah. Karen, if I can bring you back to the first uh, pillar, uh, accommodation, yeah. and we all know that, uh, particularly now as well in COVID, uh, with the 
inability of construction to move ahead with the, what would have been planned developments, that there is a scarcity of accommodation. And I know that is putting a pressure on all people who are endeavouring to provide services. How are you guys coping with that? Um, I suppose because of COVID and the kind of ban on free travel as per se, it hasn't directly affected us yet. Um, what does affect us, though, is the limited availability of housing per se pre-COVID um, is no different. So the challenges we have would be, um, I suppose, the process involved in terms of accessing housing via safe home is a very, very long, um, complex process. And when somebody is finally approved on the council list and on our list in terms of being eligible to return and eligible to um, be housed, the wait, that's our concern, is the wait is very long. And for people who are abroad, there is no time scale. We cannot say that once you are finally approved for housing in Ireland, that it will be three, six, nine months, five years. We can't say that. The COVID hasn't changed for us. It's got more difficult over the years in terms of local authority and social housing for people who are abroad who want to return. So it, it's it's one of our biggest areas of concern. But uh, I can't say COVID has directly impacted on the house building. It will definitely um, be an impact. But our greatest concern is that local authorities here and services here, um, housing bodies who we work very closely with, their stock is is challenged. Um, so, yeah. So when I hear that, um, I take it then that your client would be in a, a demographic, first of all, that would, be, um, they would be at retirement age and to some degree with limited means. Otherwise, yeah. they would, you'd, they'd be expected, if they want to come back to Ireland, they have the yeah. independent means to do so. So it's yeah. somebody who needs help. Right. Yeah. Um, going on to another question, because you talk about support services, and that is, this is actually relevant to somebody at the moment yeah. who has asked me a question, yeah. and I haven't been able to answer. Yeah. It's a returned immigrant from yeah. Canada living here mm-hmm. in Ireland, and mm-hmm. they are obliged to complete a Canadian tax return because right. they get a, a pension from Canada, and they also have to do an Irish tax return. Uh, in that type of a situation, are you able to help direct them to what might be a, a financial advisor who is versed, reasonably well versed in uh, foreign tax completion? Um, certainly, Marianne in her office would be able to direct somebody to the relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, we're not able to recommend any one particular service as per se. Um, and because, yeah, it's just not not um, possible. But we will have contact details and we will be able to assist somebody with signposting to where they can get that assistance. Right, yeah. and that's, that was the request that was yeah. put to me because this is a lady in her late yeah. 70s and she's yeah. got to the point now when she's saying, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. And yeah. she used to live in Vancouver and she's back here now. So I will yeah. be I will be referring somebody to Me you. Too. Yeah, and it may be that you know it may be that we can directly assist, depending on what you know. We we might be able to do it ourselves, but if uh-huh. we're not, uh-huh. we have no hesitation. If this if it's an area that's out of our specialism, we will be signposting to the most relevant and expertise that um 
obviously that's that's uh, that's really important that we don't do something that's out of our remit and out of our, our skill, our expertise level either. And that to me is an excellent example because I know it for a returning immigrant, mm. a lot of the problems that they can encounter is one would be taxation, but another can be yep. things like health insurance, yep. driving license, yep. um, car insurance. Uh, and just uh, gain access to to social services, and in a way, you're what you're there is providing the signposts and and helping. Yeah, and I suppose with all of those that you mentioned, there are regular queries that we get from people um, about car insurance, about uh, transfer of um, car documentation around uh, vehicle registration tax and or vehicle registration, all of that kind of information. That would be quite, um, you know, an, an area where we would have a lot of experience and we'd also be able to signpost maybe to um, some insurance brokers in particular mm-hmm. that would be, I suppose, au fait with the returning immigrants issue around insurance. So there's certainly... A lot of information that we have um, that we will be able to refer uh, to to a number of different contexts, definitely. And right. the, the critical thing with information is, and if anyone is thinking of coming back, it's absolutely critical to get as much, do as much research in, as possible to know of these issues, to know that car insurance is very high in Ireland, to know that there are challenges maybe with transferring um, even pets, etc. So you know, all of this information really needs to be accessed before someone comes back. Right. And when you say before, given what you mentioned about how long it can take to get into a housing situation, mm-hmm. if somebody has a desire to come back, the longer they can prepare in even mm-hmm. terms of years, the better. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like getting all, getting all the ducks in a row, they say, just... You know, have give as much information as possible. What we do, um, as well as some information clinics, and we traditionally would have visited the UK to do them in person, but we do a lot now. Um, we are looking to do some um, open ones for people abroad all over the world. Right. So sometimes people will get the information and think, well, actually, you know what? Maybe now isn't the right time for me to make this to 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 make this return. So that's really important because what we don't want is someone to to come back, not having done the research, and find themselves in a situation where they think I did not know about this. I didn't think it was like that, <laughs> and then they want to return. That's yes. much much more difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about an informed decision. Indeed. Um, let's talk about what your your plans are and what you've coming up for um, your Mayo Day 2021 and the um, yeah. uh, event. Okay, well, Safe Home is uh, a Mulrani-based in uh, Mayo organisation. That's our, our kind of head office. Although we are a national organisation and we have um, outreach offices around the country, we're still proud of our roots and where we were founded. So Mayo Day is um, it's the only um, county that has a day dedicated to its place and its people and in Ireland. So it's really, really important. It's first, the first Mayo Day was took place in 2015, and since that it has grown and grown. Last year was our first year to participate in an online concert, and it was at the start of uh, the COVID, uh, the pandemic. So it was, it, everybody was... Um, getting used to this new online forum. So this year, um, 
we are delighted earlier this, uh, in March of this year, we announced that Sean Cahill was going to be our ambassador. And Sean's um, well-known abroad, certainly in Canada, he's a great following as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, he is our ambassador, and we are so lucky to have somebody of uh, of his caliber and his um, empathy as well for the, the immigrant experience. So Sean is leading the concert uh, on Mayo Day. It will be at uh, 6 p.m. Irish time, and it will be for roughly an hour. And we will have various artists, including uh, Sean leading it. We have uh, Stephen Doherty, who... Some people may know he is a um, a traditional, um, he's a multi-instrumentalist and he is performed sometimes with Sean right. and he is one of the performers. We have um, the Moffat School of Irish Dancing and Atlantic Rhythms. They are based in Achill and they will be performing um, quite a unique set of uh, tunes for us, which I won't say any more. Yeah. We have Alwyn Murray, who's based in Dubai, and Alwyn is a singer, a solo um, artist, and she will be performing um, um, a number of different uh, songs for us as well. We have Coda, who are um, a seven piece set who are based in Mayo as well. All performers are from Mayo apart from Sean Kane, but he is right. now Mayo because he's our ambassador. So we, right. He's, right. He's, he's, he has a bit of Mayo in him. So um, Coda are based in, um, in Castlebar and I think Castlebar and West, well, a few different locations. So they will be um, performing um, for us as well. And we have. Um, a couple of other different surprises, um, but we have um, Pat Malloy, Rose and Conan Kilcoyne, and they will be performing from Mulrani. Right. So we're, we're, a number of our performance will be performing um, from beautiful scenery in County Mayo. So yeah, yeah. it would be a, quite a, a, a nice um, a nice event for anyone to tune into. And I suppose the, the other part of this event is uh, we we launched um, Sean Kane as our ambassador, but Seifon is 21 years old this year. Right. So we are what we call 21 and 21. So we have a number of different events. This is our second uh, online event this year. We, we Our first one was St. Patrick's Day. Okay. And we have this event, and we have one in June and one in December and a couple of more in between as well. Right. And it right. is about raising the profile of Safe Home, but also in terms of our, our connecting with Irish abroad. And we have a fundraising target as well of 21,000 in 21. So we are, um, I suppose, connecting uh, on the, in this new virtual online world with uh, Irish Abroad to um, bring a bit of entertainment and music at a time that's really difficult. No matter where in the world we are, we're all going through this challenge of COVID, all at varying different degrees as well. So I'd encourage people to tune in. And um, it, you don't have to be from Mayo either. So right. tune in to hear and see some beautiful um 
music and entertainment. So it will be featured in Mayo. And for those who are listening and who are from Mayo, maybe if you can uh, share pictures of your, your in your Mayo jersey or with your Mayo flag, uh, we'd be delighted to, to get a little bit of interaction as well. So Thank we are partnering with um, Mayo.ie and Mayo County Council. So yeah. the event will be live streamed from uh, Safe Home Ireland Facebook page, but also via Mayo.ie Facebook page as well. So we are part of the Mayo County Council program of uh, events for Mayo Day uh, this year. So it's uh, it's it's brilliant. Um, it's a whole new way of us engaging globally online. Indeed. Indeed. Well, Karen, hopefully you hit the twenty-one thousand for twenty-one, and okay. congratulations on the twenty-one years in twenty-one. Yeah. And thanks a million for taking the time to share. And again, for the May 1st is the date to, to mark on your calendar. Facebook.com slash forward safe home program or uh, mayo.ie. It runs at 6 p.m. Irish time. So you're looking at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern Canada or Eastern London States. Uh, if you work your way back from there, uh, that would be 10 a.m. in Vancouver. So between 10 a.m. and about... Uh, 2.30 when you get over to Newfoundland. Uh, they would be the various times. Karen, thanks a million for taking the time. Thank you for having me on.